listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Scissor hands is working on my lining. Getting spiffy for these bitches. I be eyeing. Fred Ward Murky was Mercury was playing and I'm riding down to Ryan and a cyan and I'm flying, but it's cool. I got insurance on the run because I got warrants, but it's cool. I got endurance. It's cool. I got suspended, but I turned it into some earnings. Could have spent it all on Thursday, but I saved it for my permits, but I spent a bit on Friday. And tonight I hang with Donald. I'm tired of McDonald's. Want a chick that looks like Kano. hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen i can speak a lick of english and pronounce my name like chino uh that's right it is a saturday saturday feedback in the afternoon today um because you know had things to do play a little basketball this morning see my niece play a little basketball this morning yeah might have had brunch with my mama this morning yeah. might have did a lot of stuff none of y'all business what we do yeah, okay you had a good time yeah you the mvp because like i've been telling roger yeah let the game coming let the game coming honey my week been rough so uh when i went to sleep i went to sleep yeah <laughs> right i had to text and everything i, was, <laughs> I had to wake karen up and say uh we are going to lay game right i was out y'all like a light you know how you know how these women be you know i'm saying god am i right you know and make daddy a sandwich <laughs> you the real you you the real mvp right but you know what what matters is that we showed up and we was there and mm-hmm. got to see her uh team going like a nine over under Dick they lost the game by two but they was down like double digits. it was crazy they was down so much and they went on like a it was like nine ten eleven point run to end the game with like two minutes left it was just wow man Them girls was balling it's been wonderful to watch these little girls literally play and i mean play with like i can't explain it play with no restrictions you mm-hmm. know they was like fuck it i don't care if i'm gonna make this shot and i'm gonna jack it up and layla hit a shot and it was just like no big deal to her i was like yo you hit that shot and it you know it was a big shot down the stretch it was you know a lot was on the line with the game she's just like yeah i mean that that wasn't a hard shot and i was just like okay player i see you out here mm-hmm, getting that confidence up i love it yeah i do too i do too and some of and some of the little girls were tiny i didn't i didn't realize how small some of them little girls and some of the smallest little girls were the ones that was jacking up the most shots like them little girls was balling and um one thing about uh watching uh this this group of girls playing as you can tell, they're purely playing for fun. I mean, some of them are going to be really, really good. But, you know, you can tell some that are actually out there just excited to be out there. Because one little girl, she hit a shot. She was so excited. A, nobody got back on defense. And then B, she was so excited that she ran over and gave the coach a high five in the middle of the game. It was so precious. Yeah, I really just enjoy seeing them have uh gain so much confidence over the little bit of time yes. that I've gotten to watch them. Because, I mean, you know, I, I think it's healthy how, or, or healthier, I would say, how we treat women's sports because, sadly, it's, 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 they'll, they'll end up becoming more well-rounded, I think, from sports because there isn't really too much of a possibility of being a professional athlete or at least the – way that we treat professional athletics for women in america is not 
or probably around the world is not as like big a deal quote unquote right so it's not seen as this lottery ticket of oh you're gonna be a millionaire just keep playing basketball when whereas stress level yeah where we stress out little 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 boys, boys when they're like you know you like i've gone to games with 10 and 11 year old boys and the coaches you know brian what the fuck are you doing and you're like yo why are we acting like this and you, and you think about it, it's like oh yeah we're acting like this because um we can't be fucking adults about the way that we uh go about this with little boys because you know we put so much pressure on them to achieve uh that's just not fair you know um meanwhile you know the attitude of these girls had it was just so it was so healthy and not right. not the attitude just of the girls really but the attitude of the the people around them like the parents and the coaches and everything like it was really a positive atmosphere and you know because they're children it was hilarious like it don't matter who went on the run everybody cheered it don't matter who scored everybody cheered you know what i mean i mean even though they were two separate teams but most parents was like hey you hit a shot or you got a uh steal or and stuff like that it was like more of a the crowd was cheering for everybody just for putting in effort right anyway y'all ain't come to hear about any of that this is a black Tips feedback show uh you can find us on itunes stitcher search the black Tips. leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we'll play it on the show we love to do that sort of thing it always helps to show out tremendously to be able to say hey people left five star reviews because they think our shit is dope and then mm-hmm. people that are looking for podcasts sometimes all they do is they just put black into the podcast machine and we pop up but then they check the reviews to see like what do people think and they see a bunch of five-star reviews and they're like oh i definitely want to listen to this show um do it for all your favorite podcasts not just us just us but we appreciate y'all who do it for us um the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh let's talk about the people that took the time out to donate to the show because you didn't have to do that but you did do that okay Mm -hmm. and you deserve your credit um play the music i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day hallelujah (laughs) rock from (laughs) rock from the black astronaut podcast uh says hello hey baby we thank you for your pastor allowing you to come and visit us today monica b with the recurring donation thank you so much monica hey sweetie connor k recurring donator thank you got a one-time donation from tony um for the black autist thank you very much tony h um jason j recurring donator thank you jason hey jason katie g with the recurring donation adam s recurring donator thank you very much and that's a brand new recurring donator welcome to the club Go see comrades. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the new members club. Chrishell M, recurring donator. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Those luxurious nerds in luxury with the recurring donator. <laughs> <laughs> Latanya D, recurring donator. Justin J, hey, recurring hey. donator. Thank you, Justin. Hey, Justin. Asia. Yes, Asia D, recurring donator. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Candace H, recurring donator. Uh, Woodsy, thank you so much for your recurring donation. Nicole mm-hmm. F, with the recurring donation. <laughs> uh early d uh photography recurring donation thank yeah, you very much yeah and, and, and be sure uh that uh the proof they gave you they ain't for free there's a fee behind that and pay them full price you don't get no church discounts marvin b yes marvin b recurring donator 
uh and oh mr span recurring donator he was just on the show he was uh Kristen l recurring donator thank you Kristen. got a one-time donation from chris m who says well worth it thank you chris thank you baby patrick d recurring donator thank you pat shana w recurring donation thanks shana stefan h recurring donator janine r recurring donator mary h recurring donator and that's everybody i guess uh it must be the first of the month the way y'all are putting in on this a basket over floor thank you i smile smile it's so much to look up when you look down sure would hate to see you give up now you look so much better when you smile smile for me won't you just smile for me whatever you're in right now smile for me just smile bitch i said smile <laughs> i walked past you you didn't even smile ah. damn well yeah you got a man what's your what you got an attitude for smile mm. <laughs> it's probably not what what kirk thought that song was gonna be used for at all just now no took it for a little ride there guys in the audience hope y'all all right um <laughs> of course we have uh some new reviews man we need to Yay! talk about them i like new reviews got some five star reviews on itunes none on stitcher this week love this podcast from wk2009 at me Herb Bomani Jones references podcast a couple times on his own show, which piqued my interest. I subscribe to the Blackout Tips on iTunes, and I love the rap opening. Love Karen's high octane, fiery soliloquies on black women, feminism, and things that made sisters mad. Uh, and I love Rod's confident, manly defense of human rights and black women, men, LGBTQ people, and all people. It's good to listen to a fellow brother lovingly and forcefully defend black women and the destruction of male privilege i love how passionate they are about their points of view because they are on the right side of history i became a yearly subscriber a few months ago and will continue to support them with my dollars i love the show and wish to continue success oh man thank you baby yes thank you so much uh and yeah there's some of us out here you know what i'm saying we trying we're doing our thing man and uh yeah i appreciate the support uh for sure man i just try to do the show that uh i would want to listen to myself mm-hmm. oh my god this beautiful is five stars <laughs> by poo poo in my pants that day <laughs> my first time writing a review and definitely won't be the last that miami recap episode was awesome and i'm definitely one of those people who asked you on twitter about the show while y'all were gone <laughs> <laughs> well you know what you know what you made it all up with this five star review i really appreciate you taking the time to put in rather than to sit back look at your feed and be like damn these niggas is out living life <laughs> you definitely told me that y'all had gotten a divorce and stopped doing the show oh okay yeah so you were the guy <laughs> i almost threw my phone i almost threw my phone across the room like no way they can't do that glad i didn't believe you and glad you guys are back <laughs> I didn't believe you. as a as a non-paying but soon to be paying listener i can say you were truly missed thank you poo poo in my pants thank you baby uh <laughs> uh five stars by five it says finally by slim esquire 
well this is a long overdue uh this is long overdue i've been listening for months after finding the blackout test as part of a trail that started with ferguson then led to antonio french and then elon and then twib and finally at rodimus prime so the what finally made me realize i need to step up and contribute both in terms of review and monetary support yep it was the miami trip i'm may i'm maybe not the typical demographics of the blackout tips i'm white mid-40s female born and raised in cali with a jd although i'm a proud bleeding heart liberal what's a jd jesuit degree what does that mean i don't know baby. hey y'all in the chat room what is a jd i don't, I don't know. know what that means what's, what's a jd Mm-mm. um jesus diplomat i don't know i'm just making shit up at this ah! point I'm, uh, I'm gonna stumble into something offensive at some point so i'm just gonna stop <laughs> is it jewish daddy is it jewish daddy it was jewish dominant is that what it is anyway i don't know um but uh you know uh before i even move on i will say this though um you'd be surprised if this shit reaches out to man i think um it's like this if you watch the Chappelle show and then you went who watches the Chappelle show you without knowing just demographics there's a lot of people that will just have been fucking wrong it was the most popular show on cable tv um but it was very black centered and very black very much black humor that drove that show not that white people couldn't like find humor in it but it just wasn't necessarily concerned with it you know to some extent um a lot of people got upset i remember black people that thought the show was great but then would complain because it was like he's basically letting white people see how we are which i thought was fucked up you know because there's nothing why are you shame there's nothing to hide yeah there's no shame in that you know um and, and how we are or whatever and so but but anyway the point being you'd be surprised how much shit you can reach with just a black ass show mm-hmm. like you don't you know you don't have you can just be yourself and and, and people like the specific specificity specificity of it specificity specificity of it and they like um you know the comedy and the humor and stuff and they like learning about stuff i mean if anything throughout history i think what we've learned is that black people love white people love black culture probably too much you know they be like oh, i love these black people i i just want to keep them on my property for free you know what i mean like <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how much i love them i love them so much they so they so cool you know if i could just i don't know just maybe have them stay in a barn and feed them when i'm what i what i eat but afterwards you know i it's, it's been plenty of white people that love black shit man i guarantee our, our listener base isn't just you know i think in a lot of people's mind they just see a, a world full of just silent black people sitting in their cubicles listening to shit but it's all kinds of people to listen to this shit all kinds you know um just because we don't capitulate i think just because we don't capitulate to a white audience or we don't have this magical white white people are listening let us change how we talk type right type show i think people assume less of us but i mean i don't know i mean it's not exactly the same but if somebody can listen to 12 they can listen to this if they can i mean if you can listen to this american life you can listen to this you yes, know you can glass follow me on twitter that nigga know what's up don't say it back though or just you know you, that one free one <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh <laughs> 
<laughs> i don't watch much tv and i don't know hardly any rap songs but so enjoy the start of each show nevertheless when that um long dark stretch started in october 13th i realized this is the podcast i look to first this is the podcast that i miss when it's not here for days and days and days at a time <laughs> <laughs> this is the podcast eagerly anticipate i eagerly anticipate when something happens in the world that i want to understand better or hear someone's thoughts on that is outside my bay area bubble and then and then there were those clear grateful expressions of love between rod and karen themselves and for their fans and their colleagues at the end of the miami recap that was so poignant and sweet i knew it was time for me to do my part so thank you for your clear thinking and your openness and your humanity your humor and your dedication to your community we all are enriched by by a better uh, for the better by your voices thank you thank you baby that is a very sincere uh five-star review we appreciate you slim esquire Mm -hmm. and yes you may continue listening to the show you can everybody tell one white person about the show okay guys that's it just one that's a quota you can, buy, you can invite think carefully you can only invite one person to the cookout okay and, and you know what it's another esquire so that mean lawyer Mm-hmm. yes that's what that means uh love the show mskrw says great show from beginning to end keep up the good work well you know what they say from beginning to end uh we will keep up the good work mm-hmm. all right no more five star reviews on stitcher i don't know what happened guys okay Stitcher was doing good for a while i don't know if they decided to quit us or i don't know i don't know if it's stitcher or if it's y'all okay we had one nine days ago that's the last time we had one uh if you're listening to stitcher out there uh continue to leave five star reviews that's all i'm gonna say yes and for those of you that don't know Stitcher's a little bit different than itunes if you leave us a review on Stitcher, please check your email. Please check your junk mail because what Stitcher does, Stitcher actually sends an email and you mm-hmm. have to do confirm through email confirmation and then Stitcher will place your review. So if you have left us a review through Stitcher, you have not seen it yet, please check your email, please check your junk mail because that's where it is. If you want to leave us a five-star review on iTunes, go to any iOS device mm-hmm. and leave us uh, and go into your iTunes store and type in the black I hope we should come up. And up in the top left-hand corner, it'll say write a review. Click on it and write us a five-star review. We will read any five-star review as long as we approve of it. Four and a half, that ain't going to cut it. I almost don't count. It got to be five. And we got to like it and approve it. And just know Steve Jobs is still alive. So if you wrote a review and you didn't, it didn't get post, it may have something to do with your language because iTunes don't tell you it don't post it. You just never see it again. It goes to the ether, to the black hole somewhere at, at, at iTunes spot and nobody ever sees it again. So, um, if you're going to cuss, use stars and things like that or asterisks and we'll actually, uh, we'll read it for us if you, uh, leave us a five star review through itunes and we want everybody to know out there uh thank you for those that put five on it because no even if you ain't it even if you ain't got no money leaving us five star reviews is putting five on it uh and so for those of you that's left us five star reviews in the congregation i want you to look to your neighbor and stare at them and be very very judgmental because they ain't left no reviews yet mm-hmm. if you if you left a five star review but you, you know you got friends that listen to this show but you ain't never heard their name when we did the five star reviews like hmm interesting right maybe you bring that up next time you talk to them okay mm-hmm. thanksgiving is coming over you know maybe you put them on 
on cup and ice run duty okay that's all i'm saying i'm I mean anyway back to the comments mm-hmm. and uh oh uh, yeah okay. with, with, with your email, find yourself with your mlk fan and your judgmental eyes and your in your big church cap mm-hmm. episode 1306 miami recap uh we had some comments prof Corey says rod this sounds so familiar anytime i mention uber or any interaction assume that karen told them my life story ah, i did I say did. that uh, y'all that's just me because i like to talk karen is a good sport for saying that's what she does my partner claims the same thing about me i deny it, lol <laughs> it's so great to hear that you two were treated so well what a fabulous experience your makeup looked great karen hey this only gives me more encouragement to try false eyelashes them false eyelashes was flames y'all i ain't even gonna lie i like my false eye- i mean my eyelashes you know they pretty long but honey, this made my eyelash look luxurious. I was like, oh, this is what this is what this life is about. Uh Lego B, I don't think is this person's name. Um what that recap was so good. It was like a big group hug. You're so humble. It was almost like being there. DMX like Karen, of course. <laughs> Can't wait for you guys to come to London. Oh yeah. Hop on the next plane. Willie F. Brooks says, Yeah, 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 yeah. New episode, smiley face. <laughs> celeste 63 says hey Ryder karen i was very happy to hear that miami trip was a success y'all really had a great time and some of those stories were hilarious also glad you got some much deserved time off which y'all need to maintain is mental and physical health you ain't lying mm-hmm. celeste and i w- and we will be taking more time off especially for the end of this year i'm not bullshitting y'all because uh i definitely needed that sometimes you just don't know you need something till you like oh yeah that's what it feel like to be at peace <laughs> right no niggas up in your mentions that you care about uh eve says thank you for the recap of your trip it was almost like i was there i laughed out loud when y'all were talking about the scared uber driver hope miriam has retired because she's not about that life i hope she i hope miriam gave him up too she, she ain't got no been to driving Mm-mm. yeah miriam was not she was having the hardest of hard times and, it, and it, supposedly it rains like that all the time in miami Mm-mm, baby uber ain't for you Mm-mm. the poll was a simple one nate parker we are tired of y'all talking about him because we had one person that wrote in to tell us to tell us we were tired i don't care or keep talking about his ass uh 13.2 <laughs> <laughs> of y'all are tired of us talking about him and i'm gonna be honest i'm tired of talking about him i wish he would stop doing Good shit shit or shit would stop coming out from his past i mean does the nigga have nbc on layaway what's going on guys uh-huh. i he really about to make his final payment right was he do he keep applying for credit i don't know what's going on but <laughs> it's fucking him up uh 43 and a half 43 and a half percent of y'all don't care i just don't even care about it and 43 percent of and a half of y'all say keep talking about his ass so the way it seems is like a good 87 percent of the audience says they either don't care or keep doing it um not that it would have mattered but you know we're gonna talk about whatever we find relevant anyway mm-hmm. 1307 r kelly pismas album oh <clears throat> i know karen that is what we talked about um we talked about lgbtq news jay-z got nominated into the songwriters hall of fame mm-hmm. uh cooking with sperm it was a bunch of stuff eve left a comment she left two comments usually i always have black woman's back but azalea has run out of chances oh yeah azalea banks accused russell crowe of assaulting her spitting on her and calling her the n-word 
so i guess the next time she gets into a scuffle with someone and she will will she apologize to sky jackson then and you know what even if it's true sometimes you have to take that l for all the mess you created in the universe not that i'm defending russell because he's a piece of shit too but still azalea banks is a buzzard um yeah like i said man it's it's a fine line between because you know we all had to determine for ourselves who has credibility and who does not right um and there are people that kind of see the current climate that things are going and they're abusive of the fact that there are people who quote unquote believe everyone and uh and and they use certain language that is couched in this like uh in this in the society in this certain in certain realms where people will be more prone to be like well you knew the buzzword so obviously i must believe you you know she did an interview the other day and she was like crying and shit and i mean honestly man it, it breaks my heart because you know she is a beautiful black woman uh she is obviously in some emotional pain i don't know what her background is right. i don't know what her mental health is so i'm not saying that i'm not diagnosing her is what i'm saying i have no idea i just as a human being she just seems fucked up and i don't have any other way to put it really more honest than that she just seems fucked up but she also is pretty manipulative of this whole like internet era of kind of like uh you know we're anti-bullying we're anti this but many times she is the bully and she is and she will go back to the blackness shit when she feels conveniently feels like it but she'll shame women with dark skin she'll uh you know talk shit about sky jackson she'll you know um you know she'll go in on white men when she's dating a white dude i mean on black men when she's dating a white dude but it's not that like uh it's but it's not it's not constructive like it's it's very much i have a white man you ain't shit which i think is fucked up when anybody does i think it's fucked up when black dudes do the i'm dating a white girl and this is what's wrong with sisters right you know like it's 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 she's just a fucked up person man she's a firebrand it's you know she's always starting some shit it's just what it is and it's like you can only do that shit for so long before something happens and people stop giving a fuck now i'm not saying it didn't happen i but i will say this i doubt it happened the way she said it you know she don't really have a lot of credibility we've watched her do shit and then deny it and then change out what she said she did on the fly just to win the internet which is uh, which is dumb and and i think if you are on twitter and social media long enough you've seen people who do this you know i've had people do it to me you know claim some type of victimhood because they feel like there's a power in that and people will have their back when they were wrong they just there was no other point of view to it it was just i'm wrong but i i don't like this guy and i hope people will have my back and you will see some people will have your back so the kind of narcissistic any attention is good attention type of person they will go do that kind of shit because it's the only way they're gonna get some attention but they i don't worry about people like that because they're scorpions and they're snakes and they're gonna bite somebody else too so you just have to sit back and let watch them watch them work she also added forgot to add the that another good title for r kelly's album would be piss em carols around the world mm. well it is looking a lot like pissmas yeah yeah mm-hmm. yep let it flow Mm-mm. let it flow um 
<laughs> why are you why are you hating on these um why are you hating on these uh these christmas carols karen these christmas carols mm, all right chestnuts roasting on an open stream you're in nipping at your nose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This pissmas. <laughs> <laughs> You're in stream is burning bright. No. <laughs> And we're tinkling through the night. <laughs> and this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. Yeah. Splashing each other. <laughs> Without a piss around. <laughs> I knew you couldn't help it. it. I knew you, you couldn't help it. it. Micah says, I think Tyler Perry it's a bad rep at times some people may not have liked the hokey way that he dealt with them but tyler perry addressed some fairly serious issues in this movie sexual assault domestic violence addiction etc and i never felt he mishandled any of them or was tone deaf in the movie's message i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt on the police brutality issue oh because he said he might address police brutality in a Medea movie mm-hmm. i don't know we seen that Medea boo movie and we reviewed it good. i liked it you know very funny she was making jokes about the popos so maybe they could do a some kind of woke ass movie i mean whatever it is it's not gonna be but so woke because it's a comedy and it's you know i I think up until this point i had only seen his dramas which had some comedy elements but they weren't comedies there was no medea appearance in them or whatever Um, did them like the play and they're two different formats yeah yeah so you know anyway i I like this joint um uh i don't i don't know how you make a comedy out of something that serious but if it looked funny i'll probably go see it you know i ain't got no problem with it i think a lot of people's problems with him stem from back when he was quote unquote the only one making all the money for black people in hollywood diversity now Mm -mm. yeah and even at that time they were wrong for that but at least now they should feel less pressure you know people approach me all the time assuming i'm some anti-tyler perry person because they think well you're college educated and you're uh pro-black and you're very like nah man it's 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 a it's room for silly ass quote-unquote cooning just as much as anything else i I mean we don't do this with adam sandler we don't say he's making jewish people look bad or anything like that when he puts out a, a movie that's a comedy that's silly and lowbrow we don't you know, we we let him be silly and cook. You know, I don't. If, if Tyler Perry builds an empire off of, you know, the kind of silly, uh, you know, crass humor. You know, I, th- who gives a fuck? Just don't go see it if it bothers you that much. But right. it ain't hurting nobody. So, yeah, I, I'm not. I don't. You know, I'm not anti Tyler Perry. Um, and honestly, this last movie, he's improved in some areas, or at least, or maybe he was always like this in his comedies, but even though some pieces were set up like a play it was much more improved than the other movies i saw because you know um the staging the blocking the cinematography it was just different man like he's kind of at least from what i've seen i don't know like i said i can't say i don't i haven't seen this whole catalog but 
uh he's much better with like the tight shots now and the facial reactions and shit like that that you know before it felt like the whole movie was a play you know like the camera was kind of far away he didn't really make much use of close-up shots and stuff like that but i don't know maybe he just got better or you know maybe these comedies have always been good and i just hadn't caught the right movies yet so anyway secondly let's not jump to conclusions on that priest for choking that kid because that priest choked the kid and guessed the race and while he was at checkout for walmart ah, i've had it up for you so he said let's not let's not jump to conclusions because i've seen damien and the orphan that baby was either antichrist or a 40 year old man in disguise great Aww. show is great show as usual keep up the good work thank you spoilers for the orphan uh the poll was who do y'all believe oh my god i cannot believe this happened who do y'all believe russell crowe azalea banks okay i cannot believe these results can what do you think it is what percentage who do you believe russell crowe you okay uh me personally was a crow 100 percent of the audience believes russell crowe <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> that's so bad you just have like one devil's advocate nigga like everybody's like no 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 whatever you say happened is not what happened azalea like we don't have to know exactly what happened what we do know is the shit you saying is some bullshit and you might be might have a little truth in there but no 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 okay all right well there you guys go zero for azalea banks on the no even no even (laughs) if if even the person that bought you to the party was like it didn't happen like that i can't believe you uh we got the poll 13 i mean we got episode 1308 hotels are dirty uh, yes mm-hmm. they are yeah good ratchet ignorance uh let's see we got a person that wrote in anonymous says i don't think drake being the one is going to come back to haunt us because he's i say he's the one with rap right now and a lot of music mm-hmm. and i i don't think it's gonna come back to haunt people but i just think people will look back at this era and be like how did that happen you know to some extent i think it's kind of positive for music because it's like right at least for rap it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of like this dude isn't necessarily the quote-unquote threat the criminal quote-unquote all the negative hardcore rap yeah all the negative like it's okay to be seen as uh a black man that is at the top of this game and somewhat of an emotional kind of dude that being said obviously he's still a misogynistic fuckboy passive aggressive type you know just doesn't seem like a the the coolest type of dude to hang out with musically but he don't he ain't hurt nobody you know Mm -hmm. like he ain't hurt he just want to do all the cool shit that we would do if we had the money shoot basketballs of kentucky and go to raptors games and sit in the front row i guess uh he says i don't think drake being the, only, the one to come back the one is going to come back and haunt us at least i hope not at one point nelly was that dude nelly was out selling jay-z in the early 2000s mc hammer was one uh the one at some point then you got people like master p and ja rule there's always that one rapper that is more commercially sex- successful than the rest the only rapper that i can think of that was commercially successful on top of the game and a good rapper was eminem we all know why honestly biggie and tupac started to sell I- I- albums around and after their beef deaths which is horrible when you think about it dr dre and snoop were out selling tupac in the early 90s the best rapper is usually not the most successful rapper unless they get killed i think people would get would agree that kendrick is the best rapper but out and out now but kendrick but drake is the most successful 
um <clears throat> i definitely understand what you're saying because to be the most successful you had to have white people buy your music as well that being said i wasn't just talking about sales when i was talking about people running it i think drake in almost any measurable quantity you're gonna have him being seen as the the guy from this era <clears throat> and that's what kendrick being you know 1a or whatever the fuck but this the drake era and it it ain't like nelly it ain't like like this wasn't like a couple years a couple albums this shit been going for a been while been around now for a hot minute right i still remember like me and my brother talking about so far gone that that when that was just a mixtape that we like downloaded on cd like he been doing this shit for a minute now it's you know respect due at, at some point like like almost 10 years if, if right 10 years, yeah they've been around a while like nelly wasn't setting the record for grammys Mm-mm. little michael jackson you know and he was like uh and i said that he said you're right and i think it was american music awards where he got the 13 nods yeah so american music awards but i think it was because he was nominated for rap r&b pop rock categories which is cheating drake does not make pop slash rock songs these new rules are allowing some of the new artists to compete with older artists i think it's okay because of how music is set up now but i don't know how i feel about it cat uh katie perry beat or try or tie mj a mj record and i was like who let this happen i'll just tell you like this now it is what it is when it comes to how they're measuring it um and the universal appeal of that dude says something you know because he ain't a white dude he, he's i mean he's from canada but he black you're like it, yeah it says something man I, I feel you i ain't trying to really argue music that much but you know it's interesting to see that drake is uh you know the guy you know and it's to me like i said it's not an indictment on this era i think that's for other that's for more snobby people than me to say shit like that i don't care it's, it's just kind of like interesting to see a guy like this be the guy you know before this it was always kind of like if you're gonna be that guy when well, you this people and shit it hasn't been since probably ll in my opinion that we had a dude that was on some lovey lovey shit and if you diss him he will fuck you up you know not since ll have we had that you know when people got hype and tried to try him next thing you know he dropping a diss track and you like everybody's like damn ll body that nigga again <clears throat> prof Corey says you were so right on how telling it is that democrats raise money for the republican headquarters that money could have gone many other places that aren't working to limit people's life chances and basic rights perfectly said all right uh i agree karen mm-hmm. is just silently agreeing yeah i agree she forgot we do an audio podcast she just hanging I, out I, I just nodded my bad anonymous says i don't usually write in because i had to pay for internet data but i heard y'all talking about indonesia lgbt rights and got all excited i'm a peace corps volunteer here and even though i'm not allowed to talk about indonesian politics i thought i'd respond anyway there's a big push in indonesian society against lgbt people which is fairly recent indonesia used to be very open especially towards trans people and particularly in particular but it is actually the liberal quote-unquote educated people who have become strict in their religious observances while the more conservative traditional people are live and let live because that was their the initial practices here Mm. they have no problem blending their traditional practices with islam but the liberal groups want to remove anything from islam that isn't specific to it when y'all mention how people use children as an excuse for their bigotry that is so true here but in some ways they are consistent you can't even marry someone from a different religion legally without someone converting to the other's religion because how will you raise the children to believe wow 
you also mentioned how the doctors were giving letters about people's sexual orientation i've been to the doctors here and i wouldn't trust them with a code let alone identify someone's sexual orientation my friend had a fracture in her right hand and they wrapped the left one mm. uh, anyways indonesia has a complicated history and present It's largely a country made up of seventeen thousand islands yes i typed that right lol with hundreds of languages and cultures the majority of the population is on one island muslim they are dominant and pushy and i'm saying this is a muslim myself i do believe the president is saying he is against discrimination makes a difference despite how lukewarm it was but y'all are completely right in saying that's not going to stop things on a local level anyway i love y'all show it makes the everyday microaggressions that happen in the peace corps bearable i always look forward to hearing the show to keep me updated on what is happening back in the united states and hearing y'all southern accents brings me back to home peace thank you thank you baby you be safe right yeah (laughs) be careful over there Mm -hmm. but uh yeah man thank you for the insight we didn't know all that shit Mm -mm. uh eve says even though he's a steaming pile of shit i do believe clarence thomas belongs in the african-american museum the supreme court is the highest court in the land he should at least get a mention politics aside but i also think everything that anita hill scandal should also be included but since he's barely mentioned in the museum that's not a cause i take up because fuck him now if the museum had left out the obamas and beyonce then i would be down there protesting every day well obviously oh me too baby yeah put clarence in there in the coon section i got it i told you i had a great idea uh-huh. i don't know why y'all acted like i didn't solve the problem live on the air the coon section would be dope uh <laughs> drake dissing cuddy that was the poll too far fair game or not far enough three percent of y'all are some savages y'all said it wasn't even far enough y'all want them to go further 22 percent said it's a fair game like hey fuck that dude's mental health if you're dissing somebody you just talk shit about them and it doesn't matter what the line is and 75 percent of y'all say too far which uh you know i would be interested to know of that 75 percent who fucks with drake on any level anyway like just the fact that you said something too far uh although i know cuddy was uh on twitter the other day tweeting you know saying i hope drake say it to my face so i don't know anyway the the we got one comment miss danny 10 says Aubrey needs to go on somewhere and deal with his light-skinned feelings oh see i feel like that person just dan miss danny 10 ain't, ain't ain't here for none of drake's ah! none of drake's foolishness uh we had episode uh 1309 not to be the dick Lynn uh with mr span we recapped the walking dead mm-hmm. and uh you know got hit up on twitter with somebody that didn't even like that the name of the show had a spoiler in it you had two days baby you had two days Mm-mm. no well I'm, i think i'm gonna start naming all of them spoilery shit because mm-hmm. fuck it right uh it's it's a recap of people that watch the show or don't give a fuck about the show because you know we spoil it it's pretty much what the show is lucked out says i've been at least content with the walking dead since i started following it i loved it most of the time i gotta admit i cried negan was relentless and although i should have known better glenn's death took me off guard if it had only been abraham getting smashed i wouldn't have heart palpitations when rick was begging for carl hey man listen that's why i was so good they kill abraham and you think oh okay it's over but then they kill glenn and you like this the only way you can make me give a fuck that y'all kill glenn i 
literally thought glenn was safe for a good 20 minutes or whatever the fuck the screen time was and it was like actually no fuck him too uh-huh. i was like oh oh i didn't see that coming yeah i thought boy i thought we was gonna have carl just being amputated all over the place and i uh on my leg i was prepared to be upset because i wanted glenn to die so bad but mm, mwah, magnifique anyway uh but isn't that the point of the show to drag you out and try to break you the showrunners were saying this show is mine this audience is mine you are mine say it come on the camera got that back during the previous season finale this show is about immersion getting angry at the walking dead is like getting angry at a haunted house ride for being scary right right <laughs> it's like now the the walking dead pe- people are so jaded that they're like people that go to haunted houses and they're like that's not real blood and you're like well yeah nigga they're not actually killing us we wouldn't pay ten dollars to go get killed right. you're not fucking smarter than us anyway the fact that they can wrench these feelings out of their audience even after saying the seventh uh starting the seventh season means they're doing something right whitley f brooks says exactly i knew we were getting off easy with abraham's death the cast and writers kept talking about how this death changed the lives of everyone forever i liked abraham but i didn't think his death would have been a detrimental effect other than uh being upset to watch whereas glenn has been there since day one and has a kid on the way oh you know that reminds me whitley during the the recap several people in the chat were like oh uh we knew that they were who who was gonna die we knew we've been known all summer i was like no you haven't and it was like uh check youtube maybe i was like anybody okay and i said it live on the air um you know we have many many listeners and i said um send me some some evidence send me the article send me the video show me the date show me where you guys knew abraham and glenn were both gonna die this all season everything was educated guesses karen i have all these thousands of followers i got a blue check mark zero people when i say zero zero people sent in anything showing that they knew it was glenn and abraham so i hate to do this to my audience but y'all niggas are lying in the chat man that's sad like you might not have known maybe you speculated or whatever but you nobody knew and you have to give credit where it's due i know y'all hate this show some of y'all but right the truth of the matter is they did some what most people consider to be impossible in this day and age which is keep a huge deal out of the press out of the leaks on the internet for fucking months it's a pretty big accomplishment i i mean motherfuckers knew john snow was on on set filming shit uh for game of thrones and people still gave acted like they were so like shocked that he came back to life and we mm-hmm. like that was less shocking than this like that this was a okay we don't we really don't know who's gonna die that 90 or not even 90 that 59 minutes or whatever the fuck we watched last it was perfect because i didn't know who would live and who wouldn't i still thought carl could have got his arm cut off i ain't know oh i thought carl was gonna i was like oh shit yeah man it's okay to 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 give the show some props even if you have some issues with it but you know y'all motherfuckers don't want to get them props for anything oh we knew the whole time okay send me some evidence crickets okay well it's saturday now guys don't send me shit now fuck it um uh so yeah um i liked abraham okay so next 
anonymous says i was most satisfied with this episode just before air i heard i picked abe and glenn to go because they're the ones i could do without literally betting my sister who was going to die and was happy i was right like you i've been rooting for glenn to go mr span said it this show has turned me into a monster a monster that was okay with carol popping the cap in the little girl's head because that little girl had to go oh that little girl did have to go monsters all of us abe giving sasha the peace sign before meeting lucille was a nice sweet goodbye carl on the other hand fucked me up i was shook they got me not many shows keep you on pins and needles the walking dead comes through week after week and that's why it's great mm-hmm. yeah that man look i i've been thinking about it that episode might be the greatest one it's it's definitely like it immediately jumped into my at least top three because my god I, I i've never been so concerned for characters on a fucking tv show not even when game of thrones like at least with the red wedding i was like oh you niggas are dead like it's just a matter ah, of the music stopped and they slammed the doors oh, yeah y'all die. like it's a matter of what order they kill y'all in because ain't nobody getting out of here with this shit it was almost worse because you knew some people could make it if they just act right and you was like but they might not you know i'm looking at rick's eyes like nigga you need to be scared look scared they about to cut your son arm off right mm. as someone who didn't read the comic i'm looking for more to negan and what his base camp and backstory is i love jeffrey dean morgan uh and he's been in, in the bay category for me since weeds i've always hated that he died in every show until now negan got to die and die bloody i need his death when it comes to be good ramsey bolton good J- jeffrey dean morgan is the perfect negan i love hating him in this he is the perfect negan actually he's actually his character so far we'll see where it goes actually written better than the character in the comic book oh <clears throat> so far like i said we have to see how the character fleshes it out mm-hmm but like just the way he delivered his lines i mean because the character in the comic book um was over the top if that makes sense but all the most of the characters are drawn kind of quote unquote over the top you know with the limitations of him not being able to cuss and things like that i think he did a really good job oh he's doing a great job i'm trying to just think if he's better than the comic to me because uh comic book negan is so good too but and then oh, he, yeah, he, good. he has the added advantage of being able to cuss right and his voice existing only in my head but look jeffrey dean morgan brought him to life no matter how yeah, that's the thing. yeah he bought no matter life. how you I try to like spin it life. he brought him to life like nigga i was so scared of these these are just people that are actors that are gonna live tomorrow it's nothing's real none of this is real but it was real for 59 minutes dog i was up i was like all these niggas yeah we we will see as the show progresses on my that view may change but as of just seeing him capture that character he did an excellent job i just think the writing is better that's than the comic i just think uh the scenario is better than the comic because in this in this area they have earned this humbling in the comic it felt like this just came out of nowhere for no reason um this this feels more like the result of many many decisions that rick and crew made and this is the end result mm-hmm. um and for those who are whining about the show being too graphic change the goddamn channel Bye bye can't tell you how much i look forward to this recap flames thank you queen can rye and mr span great show love peace and hair grease thank you anonymous thank you baby mimi says i didn't want to continue watching the walking dead after that fake ass almost death scene with glenn i never believed in the impossible asian man theory and i felt that they kept him around as cheap ploy for ratings however i heard all the hype from my friends about last sunday's season premiere and i decided to catch up finally 
my thirst for glenn's long overdue death was sweetly quenched i loved how they set it up with the oh you so you thought i was done yeah he hit that well you know he, he said i told you you get one free one after that i will shut that shit down absolutely no exceptions well back to it bam i was like oh he got glenn his yeah, eye was hanging out he's like look at you oh this is gross as shit oh, oh what a great what a great oh, day bars was excellent yep uh we did it together all <laughs> of us <laughs> that's not a business meeting that i ever want to be at even the dead guys on the ground hell they get the spirit award for sure <laughs> god you so good i watched that death scene like mm, so many times y'all oh mwah. somebody actually hit me up on twitter it was like i never met somebody to hate glenn before i was like oh i can explain that i don't have time to explain my my tweets to people but i explain my hatred of glenn if you got time to sit down let's do it um after abraham's death the only low point for me was to see the heart-wrenching grief displayed by maggie at the end what can i say i'm a sucker for love other than that i'm thoroughly satisfied i'm back to the apocalypse on the apocalypse trail you know it's actually better that they took daryl with them because i wonder if maggie would have blamed daryl that would have been interesting as shit and it's probably better not to see that just take him and we'll have to wonder about it a little bit longer as for me she may later on but as of now you don't know yeah she might who knows and in her grief she definitely might have as for negan that man is my new white man crush love me a take charge kind of guy who knows how to swing a bat to me he embodied embodies the reality of the time stop thinking that y'all gonna get some sweet utopia in the middle of the apocalypse this ain't the suburbs honey pie it's a killer be killed in this kind of world and to be honest rick and the gang are sloppy killers who goes on a killing spree like they did in the last episode of season six without grasping the full extent of their enemy anywho negan taught them a valuable lesson on comprehensive planning in my opinion yeah i think the lesson with pretty much every i think the lesson this entire show is you are going to have to pay a cost to um establish some sort of life in this in this new world that's it like he's just another another cost and you either can give him shit every week and hope he don't clean you out or you can uh fight him back you know we do know our group is fighters you know they've been they've taken a licking but this ain't the first time they one of them got caught and and killed and and then the crew had to had to rally together um i still feel very much like um rick in that a train dog Mm -hmm. they don't know who they fucking with man they do not know who they are fucking with as much as negan and as much as they didn't do the reconnaissance that or not even they didn't do the recon yeah they didn't do enough reconnaissance on negan's crew um negan i don't think could possibly know all the shit rick and them have been through to survive mm-hmm. he just is assuming mm-hmm. you know he and may have assumed they have just been at that location well um i just think they look like a benetton ad and and i've always yeah, said they do like a benetton ad the superpower of rick's crew is that these motherfuckers look like they could be a, you know like they could be on a cw show or a college yes, a college brochure or something you know like yeah welcome to our university yeah like they don't look like much you know um and i think that's 
people will continue to to underestimate them you know um think about when carol you know like when carol was out by herself how many people she caught because they just were like oh this old woman she obviously can't do shit and then it's like oops she's the deadliest motherfucker in the world right like you say it's a bunch of women in the group people of different children races. yeah races in the group because carl will fuck you up and won't think twice yeah like michonne used to be a lawyer like these you know it, it's just gonna be interesting um let's see what else uh as for the theories on what daryl on what daryl will be doing i believe he will pull a john snow and learn everything he can while gaining their trust so that they can release him and have him working with them then he will escape when they least expect it back to alexandria uses intel on them to defeat them i am not too familiar with the comics so that is just based off of my head that's as good a theory as anything the comics i think if anything by this point everyone should know the comics are just more of a suggestion right it's yeah. like it's like locations might may or may not be the same but other than that we we you have no idea where the story is going i've we've said this before and i will continue to say this again i would not watch if you told me the exact same story that i already know i hate shit like that do some variations be creative yep uh anyways that's my two and a half two to five cents have a great week weekend thanks amani says hey are you guys still reading comments on your feedback episode i know you've been doing it for the last few years and have no reason to stop but i just want to be sure it's the same way i asked my wife it's the same way i asked my wife if we're still married every couple weeks yeah <laughs> well make sure to annoy us on twitter about it negan got reek out here looking like chris tucker in rush hour Oh. why didn't you tell me this man rolls like this see reek see reek this is what it looks like when you actually plan shit instead of winging it just because you're the baddest crew on the planet it's been one episode and negan is already the best villain on tv you called it last season but he really is the showrunner speaking directly to us oh you think you're king shit and you know how this is gonna play out because you read the books huh okay well now we're doing shit this what this shit my way and as a non-book reader i had the same sense of karen as karen that hilltop set them up they would have had it coming either way because rick was feeling himself too much last season to ignore right. everyone telling them to do recon and plan but how did the saviors know who it was that killed their men before they started watching alexandria yeah that's true yeah 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 you know what that is true that is true because like they didn't really leave clues at the satellite base the uh even when carol and maggie got got trapped uh got kidnapped they killed those people before they could contact the other saviors so yeah someone would have had to snitch it's the only way they know that it's rick and them you know possibly they now they did have a couple interactions oh that's right they did have a couple interactions with them even before hilltop where like when daryl and them um blew up there that crew right so they did know somebody was out there um maybe they could have followed that road back but in general you know yeah it yeah i can see definitely see somebody from hill like i said i didn't feel like the show made it conclusive but the book made it feel conclusive like oh somebody is had to snitch with this joint it it doesn't feel like like it feels like maybe they found out without maybe they did you know maybe hilltop helped maybe they did because the group is so big that you never know like we've a we've never been to their base b 
we don't know how many of them little satellite locations they got it's probably scattered everywhere maybe probably some random building they passed they may have thought nobody was in that you know and they end up tracking them you never know yeah they've had shootouts with people the daryl shit got stole it could could be a lot of ways they might oh didn't remember and remember when carol left there was some dudes heading up there i it wouldn't surprise me if they were from that group could be man i like i said i uh i just like that the show hasn't definitively said yet now i'm we might find out just like in the next week or so but i like that we don't like we're, we're still as much of a like how the fuck did they know so much about rick and them or whatever you know um i think they're gonna let us know yeah uh and they had enough interactions with them outside of hilltop True. for for them to know some of their names and all that shit uh and as a non-book reader da, 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 okay da, oh yeah so he says there was nothing concrete but the time was too coincidental for me i really don't trust their leader yeah well yeah that nigga is creepy law says i knew a was the first to get got before the season even continued but i was still kind of mad about glenn if i were a troll i'd definitely do it like this though and the poll was damn are you happy with the walking dead now <laughs> that's right sometimes that's how you gotta phrase it let me uh switch over sections real quick karen okay and and we'll keep going to the next segment okay all right just taking his sweet ass time no problem um calling the audience to the session and preparing to go live and I'll invite you back mm-hmm. so you can be on screen we can do that echo thing that you like to do <sighs> alright just send the invite and I'm going live and we should be back alright Um. so yeah let's get to the poll Um. damn are you happy with The Walking Dead now yes nah I'm never happy never happy 16 percent 18 percent say nah they ain't happy and 66 percent say yeah they are happy with the walking dead uh eve says i'm sad that glenn died but happy they didn't kill the sisters there's still hope for rick and michonne to help make to make beige babies kj dollar says i don't even watch the show but people were so mad i was laughing my ass off miss danny 10 says i don't watch walking dead but i'm enjoying all the glenn posts on facebook oh and rod the not to be the dead glenn phrase hilarious well that's why we named the episode that too bad craig didn't like it but what am i gonna say you know uh all right and last episode of the week suburban dictionary uh where we had nick and reggie on for once to tea mm-hmm. and obviously in the recap we had people mentioned this so i didn't break but mrs Span from the spam report was on that uh we only got two comments so far amani says yes this white news show was so cleansing and relaxing and nick drew and reggie just the icing on the cake this episode just felt like the first fridays or getting a sneak away from the crew in the break room great week back though and now y'all understand how rich people don't stay up to date with social media just tweet a photo of them on a cruise and then disappear without seeing the latest child support fuckery on the timeline and rod was dead on with his hunch about billy bush apparently john oliver did a compilation of him being inappropriate on the air and it's no wonder he gets along with trump so well yeah well i'm not gonna click on the youtube late but yeah i figured 
um and then lastly Hiroja Sheeb says I do not know who is doing your cover art for the individual podcast apps but this one right here had me tripping I check my podcast feed I see this very bright very clear very corporate looking photo and I'm like did I subscribe to a new podcast show I know I had no I know I've been downloading up on technology shows lately did I do this did the app do this did I get some kind of suggested show auto download on my feed do I have to switch apps wait what if it's a hack i read somewhere that jpegs on phones can be used to send malware let me put my glasses on figure this out Woo! it's just the blackout tips podcast is all good didn't get got here that's a relief uh, i thought i almost got got have a great saturday not <laughs> look to relax what's happening mm-hmm. calm down i don't mean to scare you uh did you enjoy the white people news yes or now nah, i wanted to hear about other stuff 24 percent of the audience said they want to hear about other people's stuff they want to hear all that white people news shit uh and 76 said yes so maybe we'll make that maybe we'll do that again at some point it was really relaxing miss danny 10 says yes i'm always here for white people news suburban dictionary took me out yeah it was either i was either gonna name it that or to protect and serve and i thought that was a yes. good <laughs> that was a good riff we went on um let's see we got a couple of voicemails i believe um let me see if i can play these uh it's the first one hey rod and karen this is iman um i'm here with my sister-in-law muslima who's now a new fan hey i love you guys <laughs> we were on our way to birmingham and we just uh finished listening to your recap of your miami trip and we were bursting out laughing it was so funny i'm so happy for you guys and just so proud of both of you and it's just oh my goodness and we were just about to start crying and we were just clapping for you and karen when you were giving her all the accolades oh man oh yeah yeah. Yeah. anything you want now you did a good job yeah she can't say no 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 uh well well, she can say no she can't say no (laughs) yeah That was adorable. I know. <laughs> we called them and they called us and we forgot to hang up or some shit. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and then the last voicemail we have for the week. Let's see here. Hey, Karen and Rod. This is Carolyn. Um, Carolyn. I was going to say how happy I am for you too. I was listening to the feedback episode looking all silly, cheesing all hard and my best or whatnot. Um, <laughs> I also enjoyed the episode with uh, Reggie and Nick because I'm kind of old school as a listener, and I low-key be treating that in Bullet Ball Extreme like it's the laws of the Apollo. <laughs> I still don't listen to the show, but you better be entertaining enough 
to overcome the fact that you didn't love the law. That's tradition. <laughs> but anyway, um, just saying, I am very happy for you. Um, proud of y'all, and I love y'all. All right, peace. Oh, oh, thanks, Carolyn. Two fish. Old school. Mm-hmm. I wonder what kind of fish it is, because I've always assumed it's two catfish. But ah! Two croaker. Maybe it means Pisces or something. I don't know. I don't know. What's the voicemail number? They won't leave a voicemail. Oh, the voicemail number is 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. Keep it three minutes or less and we'll play it on the show, assuming that it's good. Uh, we got a couple of emails uh i believe this is chi chi from cleveland who says dearest karen and rod tell me why while listening to the feedback show 13l6 miami recap i started tearing up at your miami experience description since i travel often for family and work sometimes i forget how awe-inspiring modern airports and flying truly is checking out your facebook feed during your miami vacation karen i have to publicly say your skin routine is flawless because you are gorgeous without makeup and stunning with a completely beat face as well thank you baby i've been a loyal listener for about two years with each episode i learn more about your beautiful souls you both are like a big brother and big sister in my head i have to say how thankful i am that in the last six months of the podcast y'all all have dedicated very little uh to donald trump coverage yeah i don't know if he would notice it or not honestly um but it, i made a conscientious choice a while back oh, right i'm not covering this nigga every day oh no nope he's a goddamn he's terrible he's terrible we all agree he's terrible if you if you listen to this show i can't imagine you listening to this show fucking with us on any level and thinking that we will be cool with that dude so it really has been very little to say even the bombshell quote-unquote bombshell shit we don't talk about that much and i listen to some podcasts kind of obsess over it and they play his surrogates and they and that's all well and good i'm not knocking those shows i mean i but yeah, I, they gotta get covered but it don't mean we have to this, like it's sad what happened to our election but this became the simplest election of my lifetime because there's not even a pretense of code switching with donald trump and crew so yeah do better do better republicans i don't know how y'all coming back from this shit but y'all need to do better than this man it started with the tea party and now y'all motherfuckers have lost everything fucking around with racist people just because they were anti-establishment and anti what but they're really just anti-progress so yeah man i don't need to cover the 17 women he's been accused of groping and raping and shit that's the white news covering that already and all these other podcasts are covering it and like he's just a terrible person do not vote for him i don't like telling people what to do with their vote but damn nigga who who would vote for him i don't understand what the process would be in any person's in any reasonable person's mind that would vote for this dude so yeah i I don't like this and i'm actually kind of upset with this shit because people's infatuation with him has kind of ruined some of the outlets that i use to get news for our show like i go to raw story now man and like every article some about trump you know if it's not about trump it's about them fucking emails i don't give a fuck about no emails yeah like like um i the, the the super woke black people that you know i fuck with or whatever uh i almost feel bad for them because i know they want to raise certain issues but this 
the candidate the republicans chose have pretty much made hillary clinton the only choice and not even a protest vote would work because those people are clueless um and um she like there's places and areas you could push hillary clinton on that i now think you can't because of in the general election at least not in this you can't until she gets in office you really people are gonna have to leverage the power and by people let's be honest it's gonna come down to black women again um black women are gonna have to leverage power um to to force her to do shit because she's gonna want to go get reelected we know that she's gonna want to do eight years so the first four years um are gonna be the main time when black people can go no we don't fuck with this we don't fuck with that we won't vote for you again and um that's really the only chance that people have of pushing her because the other candidates are just so shitty i've never i'm and and this is not me trying to call her a shit candidate i really think she's a good candidate but in general the other candidates were so shitty i've never seen shittier candidates i I, my only conclusion is that bernie sanders must not have wanted to be president i I don't don't, think he did i I just honestly can't i can't fathom a more simpler road to i mean you saw what happened in 08 i can't fathom a more simpler road to beating her and he couldn't see it somehow he refused to kind of cater to black people specifically and you're not gonna win a democratic party without catering us i don't care yeah especially black women especially black women you know brought on some some people that were very pejorative to black women with with killer mike and 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 cornell west and and shit like like he brought on black surrogates that don't really have a track record of being there for black women um it's just it's just bad man it's just bad dog i don't so anyway all that to say that's why we don't spend Mm -mm. every day going the trump scandal of the day guys let's talk about it what y'all don't know (laughs) Uh, i was truly upset when you said i think as a political junkie i was truly upset when you said i think in may or june that you would not be covering the shit show that is donald trump but over these months i now understand that covering this racist misogynistic xenophobe etc uh, at all campaign would not only be stress inducing but pretty much yelling into an empty chamber you guys are consistently the best you have the foresight to know your audience what your audience needs and wants while never compromising your ideals thank you so much i cannot thank you both enough all the very best chi chi from cleveland thank, thank you. you baby yep yeah man we just you know we just try to do what we think will make us happy and then by extension i hope that it makes us have a good show but i've listened to podcasts to drive themselves crazy yes, I, I love twill but it seemed like every day elon gotta pull some type of like we not talking about this motherfucker and what? then elon the next story about? is some shit they gotta talk about like it, yeah it nuance was this this election was the death of nuance that's what that's what happened with this cycle more so than any other cycle i've seen it's just the death of nuance it literally is just extremism 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 and at the end of the day hillary clinton's gonna get off the hook with a lot of things that would be legitimate critiques of her policies because of just far-right batshit critiques that don't matter right combined with a completely uh a completely ridiculous candidate 
uh that she's running against so it's just is she's gonna if she doesn't win then i i don't know uh, then then we just had some brexit shit happen i don't know how we explain this. come on <laughs> uh janica writes in you don't have to read this on the air well you know what i don't have to but i will for you janica <laughs> hey rod and karen i was listening to the feedback episode miami recap and was literally at my desk tearing up right hearing you express how much you appreciate karen was so beautiful i just feel like i just feel the love you guys have for one another through the show i'm so thankful you share that with the world i love you guys i'm in my feelings today and felt the need to tell you guys thanks okay bye uh thank, thank you, you janica sweetie. it's all good you know can you believe people used to be like y'all should argue more why don't y'all fight on there? I was like, y'all got a bunch of shows where people gonna write in and make y'all argue about, you know, bullshit. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those shows. Nope, there's plenty of shows out there. Whitney writes in, hi Rod and Karen. I just wanted to say that uh really, I really enjoy listening to you guys while I'm at work. You make Mondays more enjoyable and a breeze. I've been listening for a while. And I just wanted to show some love. Thank you for your time, Whitney. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you, baby. I'm glad we can uh help with the day, man. I know that uh working uh working sucks. So if we can make it better and on any level, man, we we love to be able to do that, man. It's one of the reasons we work so hard and you know, shit. We 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 we've gone to Thursday movies twice in the last week and come home and, and Friday we you know, we review those movies because I'm like, hey, saturday sunday monday somebody might be like let me check the premium fee oh shit let's hear some jokes about jack reacher let's mm-hmm. what did they think about Medea? like you know we just don't want to let people down Mm-mm. last email walking dead not to be the dead glenn jeremy writes in on earth 2 the walking dead has negan and the saviors as the main group and everyone is complaining because negan is being dumb and too soft only killing two people in the murder group that kill so many of his people regards team Negan. <laughs> for real man uh you gotta give the show credit man they really fleshed that dude out into a 3d character i think the cartoon i mean the car the comic book he was very two-dimensional just a big bad for them to fight now it's like oh no i can see how this motherfucker will be mad about this so that's that's really what matters um karen we uh we're done for today so we'll have to come back tomorrow we'll be back tomorrow do some podcasting again mm-hmm. then uh probably gonna miss some nfl because we gotta take layla to go see storks yes and we'll be covering that so for the parents out there that have been looking forward to another podcast to play for your kids this will be kid friendly there you go uh all right until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.